Hey everyone, this is Sam Stecker, Superintendent at East Butler Public Schools, and I'm bringing to you another episode of the NCSA radio podcast. NCSA is the Nebraska Council of School Administrators. It is your premier organization to increase your professional acumen and educational leadership in our great state of Nebraska. So thanks for tuning in. And I, I have somebody here that's going to introduce themselves, and you may have run across her if you're paying attention in the state to public education, and she's one of those people that make sure that everybody knows that she loves public education. Brittany, introduce yourself for us. <laughs> Hi, thanks, Sam. Uh, my name is Brittany Massio, and I am the Director of Marketing for Nebraska Loves Public Schools. And if you have been to uh, Administrator Days, you have seen Brittany spreading the good word on Nebraska Loves Public Schools. She's a great advocate for that. Um, but before we get into our Nebraska Loves Public Schools stuff and a new initiative that they have, same question I ask everybody. Brittany, tell me about your favorite teacher. Ooh, good question. So um, I am a Millard Public Schools grad. I went to Millard South High School. Um, actually, Jim Sutphin was my Millard Central oh, right Middle on. School I'm principal. Fa- I'm familiar with Jim. He was my principal. Um, and I think my favorite teacher uh, would have to be, hands down, Lynn Hill. Uh, she was my DECA advisor in high school. Right and on. I would say that my time with DECA and in her marketing classes proved to be pretty pretty um, telling of where I would land right now. It seems kind of relevant to your yeah. present position in life. Absolutely. Right on. Uh, if you're listening to this and you don't know Nebraska Loves Public Schools is, I have no idea how you stumbled upon this podcast. Uh, I think NCSA and Nebraska Loves Public Schools have been great partners in advocating for our school districts and some great things. Nebraska Loves Public Schools has harnessed the power of video and movie and storytelling and to no small extent t-shirts to make sure people know about this movement and how many amazing great things that our teachers and principals and students are doing out there. Um, And I had been thinking, all right, what's next? It was on my brain. What, what's Nebraska Loves Public Schools? What's their next big initiative? They've gotten a ton of mileage out of what has happened so far, and it wasn't as though things weren't feeling fresh. It was, I know they've got something else coming. And then I went to Administrator Days, and Brittany got up on stage and started talking about Feel the Love Friday, and I started messaging her on Twitter like almost instantly because I went, Oh, that's legit. That's what it is. That's what I have been waiting to hear. And just so you know, Brittany, when I had my teachers back Thursday of last week, which who knows in the magic of time and podcast when that actually is for you guys, but um, four slide presentation from the superintendent because they don't need to hear me talk too long. But one of those slides was Feel Love Friday and say, hey, guys, here's something that's coming down. They already had the soft launch. When I used the phrase soft launch, a lot of my teachers were confused by what that meant. That's okay. (laughs) said, but we're going to be rolling on this for real next month. And Brittany, they looked excited. So would you tell me a little bit more about where this notion of Feel the Love Friday came from and where you see it heading this school year? Sure. Um, So for the past two years, um, we kicked off the idea of this I Love Public Schools Day. So it's the last week in January. We picked a day, and we kind of put out this task to people to tell us why they love their public school. And that could take a variety of different forms. And we heard from 
tons of people across the state. A lot of people with uh, t-shirts on, but a lot of great stories about why their public education means so much to their kids, meant so much to them, and it took off. We had close to 3.2 million impressions across the country. I'm sorry, (laughs) I thought you said 3.2 million impressions. We did, 3.2 million impressions across the country. I'm going to say that when I tweet something out for East Butler Public Schools, if I get six retweets, I'm pretty stoked. (laughs) Now, given it's a smaller population, we serve about 300 kids. That's a lot. Holy cow. And it was all organic. So it all started from Nebraska, and uh, it made its way to a national audience. I think that... Um, Our team kind of freaked out a little bit. So by the time we did the second I Love Public Schools Day, people thought it was a national day. And we had created it because (laughs) people in Nebraska are very proud of their public schools. So given how successful that was, not only are we going to return with that on January 24th, again, January 24th, this um, upcoming year, but we thought we would take a little bit of that I Love Public Schools Day feeling and put it to each first Friday of the month. So we're going to feel the love each Friday, uh, each first Friday of the month um, in, a, in a different but similar way, just to spread out the love throughout the year. I, how good does it feel that you accidentally created a national holiday? <laughs> Feels pretty good. I would love to create more holidays. Maybe next year we'll get a teacher's day off. I, I think that's outstanding. You know, that that's to me, that's a great thing to put on your resume. Accidentally made a national holiday out of advocating for public schools. Um, what do you see as some of the things that you hope people will put out there that get those millions and millions of impressions nationwide from their own little local public schools. What are you expecting to see out of teachers, students, principals that you think would support it? What kind of what kind of stuff are you going to ask them to do? So we think for two thing two things we'd like t- people to do. The uh, the first of which is every first Friday wear your I Love Public Schools t-shirt. And that's pretty easy. A lot of people have them now. So make sure you wear it, make sure you take a picture and encourage your friends to wear theirs too. So that's the first thing. Um, I think the second thing would be um, just, we always say, like, people who haven't been in school or don't have children in school don't really know what happens in schools, and you are the best advocate for telling that story. So if it's something that, um, I know, Sam, you and I talked about 40 assets the other day, and I thought that was a really, really good thing to think about. Um, Schools model a lot of their behavior and a lot of their um, practices off of um, those 40 developmental assets. And the stories that come out of each are um, things that people on the outside don't get to hear often. So if we can um, inspire people with one very simple action each month to share a story that aligns with things that are happening in your school building, that's what that's our goal. That's outstanding. And I think that fits so in line with what so many people want to have happen in their districts anyway. You know, Brandon Mowinkle that I'm pretty tight with, we went through a master's program, he's at Milford. He is probably the guy that I hear say most often, if you don't share your story, somebody else will. That you have to be an advocate for what that message is. And you have to be intentional, purposeful, and positive in getting that out there. And to me, this is just a huge part of that intention that I think sometimes people in education, and more so teachers, because administrators like me are full of ego and don't mind talking a whole lot, but 
you know, my buddy Nate, one of my best friends, he teaches at Horizon Middle School, and that guy is a master in front of the classroom, and you give him a microphone or ask him to talk about himself, he's all fumble words. He just does not have it figured out. And I think, you're an amazing teacher, but he's pretty humble. And he has a hard time sharing those stories. And he has a hard time advocating for those great things that happen in his classroom. But just something like this, when you can say, hey, by the way, first Friday, put on that t-shirt. It's like your uniform. It's how we all roll. Have, the, have some pride in this. And while you're doing it, let's share something why. Mm -hmm. And not only does it give our teachers and our leaders a plan, it almost gives them permission. <laughs> it gives them, you know, it's not just, oh, gosh, I probably need to brag about what's going on in my classroom. It's, no, they asked me. And because they asked me, it must be important, and I should share. And the other thing that to me is so simple about that, and what I would encourage everybody listening is, we're not really bragging on us. We're bragging on our students. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and yeah, our teachers are doing great things in the classroom, facilitating those amazing things. If you have a hard time bragging on yourself, brag on your kids. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many good things that are happening out there in those classrooms. Do you ever run into that where you want to, you, you hear about a story and you think this would be perfect for Nebraska Loves Public Schools, maybe one of your uh, you know, feature length movies or maybe even just a smaller thing that you want to generate through Twitter and you talk to people and they're, oh gosh, us? You run into any reluctance? Oh, almost every time we step foot in a classroom, they'll say something very nonchalant about something amazing happening or just, I mean, things that they do every day mm -hmm. that we will be, we will have to stop them to have them repeat it and say, wait, 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 <laughs> this, you just do this? This is just part of your job? You, I, I mean, I think a lot of that when we, a couple of years ago, when we were looking kind of specifically at um, Standing Up to Poverty, our film about poverty, a lot of the times we would run into something and they'd be like, oh, well, this is our clothes closet and this is our, mm -hmm. um, all teachers keep extra snacks in the in their drawer. Wait, what? Like, this is not, th these are things that are so important that if you haven't been outside of a school in a long time, you mm -hmm. will, like, you just don't realize that these are things that just happen and our teachers and staff and students do things like this every day. So. And I love that you use that phrase, it just happens. Mm -hmm. And I remember when my second administrative position, I was elementary principal at Emerson in Kearney Public Schools, uh, second highest level of poverty in the district. Um, and I was not foreign to that poverty experience, but not in the acute and chronic fashion which that building experienced it. And I remember within like the first week, I emailed my staff and I said, there's a million things I can't thank you for right now that you just do. I didn't ask you to do them. Mm -hmm. You just knew it was what our students and our families needed. And we get to the point where we do it because it's what's right for our students and it's what's right for our community. And sometimes because of that, we forget to celebrate it. Oh, absolutely. And you guys asking for, hey, here is your opportunity to celebrate. Here is your opportunity to show off these good things that are happening. I just love this notion that you guys are giving the hard workers, the people with the nose to the grindstone, permission to say something super great about uh, what's going on in their classroom. Yeah. Um, you know, before we start this, I always kind of tell people the questions that I'm going to ask, and then I'm going to ask more questions. So now I'm throwing other stuff at your way, and I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, do you have an example off the top of your head where you're like, you know what, I did not expect to see this when I showed up at this school, 
and this is something I didn't expect to see, and my gosh, it's amazing. I'm excited to get that story out there. Hmm, this is a good question. Uh, I think we get a lot of that almost every school we go to, and I know that's probably not the answer you're expecting. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, something that our director, Sally, says pretty frequently. Um, we'll be in a classroom, and we'll be focused on a topic. We'll be really intentional about the film we're there to shoot, and sometimes she'll step away and she'll look back to look at what's happening in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And um, an example of this I can just think of is we were at Wilson Focus School in Omaha, and we were there uh, to do a piece about their school and how they are extended year, extended day. They've got a couple different things that focus on leadership and technology. Mm-hmm. And we were walking down the hallway, and we saw um, a, a volunteer mm-hmm. reading with a student. And it's like, wow, this is what's going on here? This is this is quite great. This is nothing to do with what we were there to shoot. Mm-hmm. But we stumbled across this, and we learned more that this uh, this gentleman, Papa Joe, uh, he um, <laughs> Papa Joe is so integral to Wilson Focus School that he has moved buildings with them. He's been oh, with wow. Principal Brett Anderson for many many years, and it's those kind of um, relational stories that you can't really put into a film that has a topic. Um, but they happen all the time, and we see those Absolutely. things uh, every, everywhere we go. Um, it's one, yeah. of the, one of those things where you go, gosh, every school ought to have a Papa Joe. Absolutely. And then you go, and as you get around, you go, every school does. It's just yes. something a little bit different. Yes. Everybody's got their own Papa Joe. That's think so cool. That's one thing that really inspired us to think about uh, Feel the Love Fridays is um, – Many times when we do a film, we have three or four, whether it's a parent or a principal, email us and say, hey, this happens in our school, but it looks like this. And I think one thing that inspired us for this um, Feel the Love Friday idea is that we're connecting the tissue of Mm -hmm. all of Nebraska schools because they do look and feel similar, but Mm -hmm. they do it in their own ways. And I think that's what's great about public schools in the state. Um, This fall will be... Uh, continuing our uh, campaign. So last year we did um, we, we did commercial spots with this idea that this happens every day. Mm-hmm. That, um, these This is not just for our cameras. This happens every day. And uh, this year we're looking kind of at time, which I think is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So times of day. Well, how many schools oh, open the day with uh, morning high fives, hugs, and breakfast? Mm-hmm. Well, I bet that happens in York. I bet it happens in Bellevue. I bet it happens in uh, Paxton. It happens all across the state. Um, just looks a little different. Um, so we're, we're kind of going down that idea to just connect more of our schools because, I mean, we're a state that has a lot of pride in our schools, so doesn't in our schools, so making our schools feel like a unit and is I, special. I really like that notion of that commonality. Mm-hmm. We are all in the same fight, and yes, we all have our peculiarities and our unique challenges to whatever our community or student situation uh, might be. And our competition on the football field. Exactly. We get it. We get it. <laughs> but man, we are still all in it for the love of those students, mm-hmm. and that is such a powerful commonality got two more things for you and they're both questions I didn't warn you about I'm sorry (laughs) Um, first one as we close up is if people are going to make sure they feel the love on Friday where should they be tuning in so they know what's up so they have the reminders what's the best place for them to go so they know what's going on so um, best places 
I would say two things. Um, NELovesPS.org. Um, and also follow us on the internet in terms of social, social media. So if you are a Facebook follower, if you are a Twitter follower, if you happen to be on those mediums, those will be our primary mediums that we'll be sharing what to do. Um, we'll also shoot out an email. So if you, were, um, if you happen to be on the NCSA list, we'll also send you an email there too. Um, so those are the places to look for. Uh, we'll also uh, pass along information in the first couple months just to get this idea going um, to make sure that staff and students are on board because we want students in on this too. So the, the, uh, the louder we can make this, I think the bigger impact we'll have. Absolutely. And after hearing that, I think that if you're a leader in Nebraska education and you're not hearing about Feel the Love Friday, you're probably actively trying to avoid it, so knock it <laughs> off. Um, last thing, and this is what I always close up asking everybody with, um, reminds me one of my first podcasts I did was with John Scretta at um, Norris, and the last question I always ask is, who is somebody that everybody in the state in education ought to be following in some capacity? And that doesn't necessarily mean somebody with a Twitter handle, but this is someone that we should be paying attention to because they know what's up. And in one of my first ever podcasts, John said, well, that's Nebraska loves public schools. <laughs> so from your perspective, Brittany, who's somebody you think as leaders in education we should all be paying attention to? Well, I think maybe it's because the film that we're working to promote right now is called Seeds of Hope, and it's our film on immigrants and refugees in the classroom. So really focused on English language learners and um, someone who is really uh, in influential in the creation of this piece um, and a lot of the ideas that came out of this piece is Oscar Rios with Lincoln Public Schools. Um, he's someone who, if you haven't met him, he is a joy. Um, he is someone who is creative, he's smart, he's thoughtful, he's very empathetic, and he knows so much about what immigrants and refugees in our classrooms are experiencing and what our newcomers face. And our film comes out September 15th online, and we have premieres late, earlier in the month. But if you don't know Oscar, get a chance to know him in our new film, Seeds of Hope. Seedsofhopefilm.org is where you can watch the trailer. But he's a great person. Uh, you know, I honestly don't know if he has a Twitter, a Twitter page or not. <laughs> I don't know if he has a Twitter handle, but he's someone who's been on Nebraska Loves Public Schools' mind a tremendous amount. And if you haven't seen the trailer or had a chance to watch the film in a preview setting, make sure to mark your calendars September 15th and get to know Oscar. Right on. So as we close up, make sure you all are feeling the love on Friday through Nebraska Loves Public Schools. Continue to support all those things that Nebraska Loves Public Schools does, whether it's sharing stuff on Facebook or Twitter, which, by the way, you guys shared a blog of mine. Thank you so much. Really yeah. appreciate it. Um, and be watching for Seeds of Hope when that comes out, because I imagine, like all the films, it will not disappoint and have a lot of powerful lessons for us all. So, Brittany, again, thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. Really appreciated it. And we will have another podcast coming your way sometime next month. If you know somebody that you think I ought to speak with because they're doing great things in our state and supporting public education and leadership, and they think and you think that we can all benefit from hearing them, let Dr. Delaney know, let myself know, and we will seek them out. Until next time, take care.